Will City win the treble? And can West Ham really prove they are massive? Evening, Tate. Evening, Jack. How are we? Good, mate. Yourself? Oh, better than I was on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll cover it, but yeah, you got a, you had a tough, <laughs> tough Friday. Friday morning? Friday or? morning yeah. at 6 a.m. getting the bad news that my passport was out of date. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but onwards and upwards, as they say. Mm. And we're here today to speak about the European final preview. Mm-hmm. And tonight we are joined by a special guest, fan of the show, <laughs> Andy Halton. Hey, chaps! Thanks for having me on. No worries. Thanks for coming. No, no worries. No How worries. My pleasure. I'm good, mate. I'm good, mate. How are you? Very good. Very good. Yeah, long time no see. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a while. A, yeah. It's been a hot minute. It's been, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a fair few years, but uh, yeah, no, it's good to see you, chaps. Now, we decided to get Andy on this week because he is a, um, a die-hard West Ham fan, <laughs> and um, West Ham are going to be in their first European final on Wednesday for... Yep. How many years is it? I've got, I've got the stat down here somewhere. Uh, it's, uh, no, it's their first cup final since 2006, isn't it, I think? Yeah. Yeah, since the FA Cup final. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. won't talk about that. Gerard's <laughs> 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 screwing us over. I think, but, it's you know. for, I think it's 47 years, that European final, so yeah. pretty much someone's whole life. Yeah. yeah a lifetime of yeah, supporting West Ham without getting to a Europe, European final. I've never seen it. Yeah, this is my, go, my yeah. first ever yeah. European final. I'm absolutely And yeah, it. probably <laughs> biggest game since that FA Cup final, so... Yeah. Huge week, or it's oh, been a massive week. Yeah, <laughs> some say a massive week for West Ham, but yeah. Well, and then so the the show will be the Europa League conference um, in part one preview, and then we'll go on to the Champions League final, which is on Saturday, in part two. Um, right, we'll start off with some some quick fire questions with for Andy, so the, so you listeners can get to know him a bit. Um, so it's a nice easy one, Andy. Start with full name: Andrew Paul Houghton. And your age? 29. Occupation you do? Um, an IT consultant. And your team you support? I know we mentioned West Ham, but obviously... Yeah, West Ham, West Ham obviously is the team I've been supporting since I've uh, grown up um, from my dad. But uh, most recently I've been getting into Ipswich a little bit. My partner's Ooh. dad's uh, getting, getting into Ipswich, so I've been quite a few League One games this season. Good timing for the town going up as well. Yeah. yeah no, you I'm were there, weren't you, for the promotion? Yes, yes. I was sending you uh, loads of videos. <laughs> and I, like, uh, that was unbelievable. Was, yeah. We were at the right end as well, so we saw like five goals in the first half. It was absolute madness, to be fair. But Jordan was uh, quite uh, happy uh, for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see how they get on mm. next year in the championship. I think they'll do well actually. I think they're uh, they've got a good, they've got some good players. Mm. The manager's really good. I think he's actually someone. Five years time, I think he'll be probably either high prem or you know he's a very very good manager. Yeah, you're gonna try and go again next year. Yeah, I've, I've <laughs> funny enough, I've actually got a season ticket. Oh, next you do? Year. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so my my partner's dad, he um, his company actually sponsors one of the players. He's been a diehard Ipswich fan for. 35, 40 years. Um, so, yeah, he got quite good deals on season tickets. So I thought for next season, it's a r- yeah, the championship is stacked next yeah, season. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, it's it's got some big big teams. Mm. So I think uh, next season would be a good way to go and see it. Perfect. Um, your favourite ever West Ham player. Favourite ever West Ham player. Uh, Tevez was an absolute legend back in the day. Um, I'm thinking also from. 
when I've seen him on videos, there was a really old player called Alan Devonshire, who was like in the 80s. He was a really, really top-class player. Like A lot of the kind of modern-day players are based on him. But I'd say for modern day, probably Carlos Tevez. He, Great answer. Yeah. Um, and your favourite ever non-West Ham player? If you have one. Oh, favourite ever non West Growing Ham. up, if there was a player you tried to imitate or. Oh, wait, no, def- definitely not imitate. <laughs> <laughs> um, t- to be fair, I think one of the players I loved growing up was Thierry Henry. Yeah. Uh, he was just unbelievable to watch. So I think, yeah, during that time when it was the Arsenal Invincibles, the old classic O2 kits, it was, uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, perfect. Um, after a long week at work, what are you sitting down? and enjoying as a nice alcoholic beverage to uh, start the weekend? Well, I do like a gin and tonic, so that's always Ooh. a good one. Like, on, especially now, I'd say if it was like winter time, I'm quite a cider drinker, so I yeah. like a nice cold, cold cider. But at the moment, gin and tonic in the sun is good. Very nice. Very nice. And finally, we ask all our, we ask all our listeners this. <laughs> loyal or unloyal? <laughs> loyal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how people interpret that, interpret that question, but yeah. Very loyal. Loyal is probably the right no, As it is, talking loyal, stay loyal. <laughs> we always got to ask it. Right. Before we move on to the um, the main part of the show, we'll always start the teaser again. And this one is for both of you mm. to, have a, to have a crack at. <clears throat> Mario Balotelli infamously played for both Inter Milan and Manchester City. But who did he score more goals for? So you can have a crack at each and obviously you get a point for mm. whoever gets closest. Oh, yeah. Give it a go at the end. Yeah. I'll give you a clue. It's very close. <laughs> yeah. yeah don't, he wasn't prolific, was he? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it's how many years he spent in both clubs. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's the issue, isn't yeah. it? Because like, he wasn't into for quite a while, wasn't he? Ooh, oh, yeah. He's I've been around the block in Serie A, hasn't he? He's been like literally every other club, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he's been, yeah. Wouldn't even have a, yeah. No idea, but yeah, we'll have a go. Definitely. Right, so let's start. Florentina versus West Ham in Prague on mm. Wednesday night. You're not going to Prague, are you? Too? Haven't got a trip booked or anything? But no. I, t- to be fair, when I when the semi-final got uh, announced, um, or the draws for the semi-final, quarterfinals, and semi-finals, uh, I was looking at flights, and they were relatively cheap at the time. But as soon as we got into the semis, yeah, they the, go the, up. The, they? the prices of the flights just skyrocketed mm. to about like six hundred, seven hundred quid just mm. to get out there, and because the stadium's not that big, right? Mm. So it's only 20,000, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, mm. not, it's not big. It was hard to even get tickets yeah, just to, like, get into the stadium. So I think, you know, I know a fair few, fair few people that are going, mm. uh, but just going to be, like, in the fan zone yeah. outside the stadium and watching it from there. But, yeah. no, I'll be at the, uh, the famous bell on in Danbury on oh, nice. Wednesday watching it. So uh, I'll make sure I won't be in the bell on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when that's on. <laughs> Want me singing with that massive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, no, it's only what is it? Obviously, Prague's a, a brilliant city to, for it to be in, but yeah, there's obviously been a massive chat about the stadium, isn't there? The twenty thousand capacity and all the rest of it, but yeah, the, yeah. the, the thing that's uh, I'm not not say annoying because it's obviously you know how football make money, but mm. a lot of the you know the allocation for each of the clubs, I think it's only been like five and a half, six thousand mm. per per that, and then mm. and then you have got the sponsors. So sponsors take half the stadium out yeah. anyway, and all the boxes yeah. and stuff. So it's you know it's a real shame. I think yeah. you know it might affect the atmosphere but you know even with 5,000 West Ham fans they'll still yeah. make noise I think there'll be like you said there'll be loads of tens, probably tens of thousands gone out to Prague anyway definitely so. and I, I'm not sure about Fiorentina what they're if they're massive so I don't really know I'm sure they're yeah I've seen they're a reasonably big club like a, yeah. I would put them on par with someone like Valencia I mm. don't know I'm sort of thinking yeah I wouldn't head. know I wouldn't know but 
I imagine in Prague there'd be plenty more West Ham fans oh, yeah, yeah. out there, surely. But yeah, I think like you said, the atmos- just to be out there, the atmosphere and being around it and in in and around involved with the situation must be a very very good week for West Ham fans. Just hope it ends. Yeah, <laughs> ends on the ninety minutes. I think for the season that we've had, it's been yeah. incredibly up and down. Mm. Well, I, I think more down than up, to be totally honest, mm. with the, with the league form. Um, this it's, it's so funny. This this would make it probably the best season that I've had as a West Ham fan, just in one game. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Bearing in mind yeah. how trash the yeah, league yeah. form's been. Well, that's what I, I said. I'm going to say it, but the, yeah, league season was probably a total time to forget. But the being in this European final has has totally changed it. Like you said, if you win it. Who cares if you finished 14th, 17th, whatever, 8th, wherever you were in the league, it don't matter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the questions I was going to ask you, but obviously it all all comes down to Wednesday night. If you were to grade West Ham season A to F, mm. what would it be? Well, it would be A star, wouldn't it? Mm. <laughs> if we if we win it, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's an A plus, A star, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, winning a European trophy for the first time in like, you know, 50 odd years, mm. you know, it doesn't really get any better than that and also the fact you know if we win it we're in the Europa League next season yeah. Yeah. which is you know a step up anyway it's another year isn't it that'd be a third year in a row third year in a row in Europe, Europe football, yeah. which is and it's straight of. to the group stages as well which yeah exactly knocking around Astro Gogo again yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah starting yeah. the season in like July and <laughs> yeah. then uh, and in some random European countries like yeah yeah so so I think yeah if, if it's if we win <coughs> A plus if we don't it's probably like probably get into the final will make it probably a C but mm. you know the league form's been so bad mm. yeah player of the season so far West Ham who do you think had a I, th- I think um, I think you know the general response is Declan Rice I think he's mm. been especially at the back end of the season probably trying to play his way into a move to a bigger club but mm-hmm. you know that's that's uh, I see your uh, eye twinkling there <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I actually think I actually think in my mind Aguard's been probably our best player He's he was injured for a little bit, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. But when I've seen him, um, obviously he was part of the the Morocco team that got to the World Cup semi final. Um, that was he's been brilliant. He's mm. a very very good defender. Um, you know, I think thirty million was a bit of a steal for him. Mm. To be totally honest, I think mm. he's been definitely our best player. On in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. And an upgrade on what you had before with was it? I know Dawson was a bit of a cult hero, wasn't he? But Ballon Dawson, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah, ripping up at Wolves or probably not, but uh, it's, uh, yeah. He, he, don't get me wrong, Dawson was a really good player, but yeah, definitely a step up. Like, mm. you know, but at the time, obviously, we got him before the World Cup, and you know, the World Cup's already probably just raises value any every you mm-hmm. know, even more. So, yeah, like you said, it's the first final uh, European final for West Ham since seventy five, seventy six, when they were runners up in the Cup Winners Cup against Anderlecht. Yeah, um, but yeah, like we said earlier, probably the biggest game in many lives of West Ham fans, I imagine. It, probably yeah. since last year when they. When they're gone, obviously gone. Oh, one sorry, step further, true, yeah. sorry, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah, a, yeah. Obviously, they've gone one step further in the semi-final. Yeah. That game against, obviously, Liam was the quarter-final in it last year. Yeah, yeah. And then they was it Frankfurt? Frankfurt. Yeah, yeah. Who'd go on to win it? Go on to win it, should I say? Sorry. Mm. Yeah, I think you know, the the game last year. I think conceding so early in the first leg of the semi-final, mm. we were at home, like conceded within like two minutes to Frankfurt. I just kind of like we thought well, it's only going to go one way here yeah, but yeah. I don't know just it, it felt different it felt different against Altmar in the semi-final like it was you, even though they were a very good passing team so if you watched the game it was very much like they were just passing for fun and then having some shots mm. I never really was nervous in terms of their like output and scoring guys I always thought we'd 
we were quite dangerous on the break. Yeah, and exactly. What I, th- I thought, cause like you're saying, that that out my game, like you said, they kept the ball nice and they passed it around. They did all this, but they didn't phase West Ham at all. Like West Ham were not bothered. As a West Ham fan, you're probably watching, maybe not yourself, but a lot are probably watching it nervous and scared and worried about what's going to happen. But as a neutral, I just thought, well, Outmark will play till next June and they will not score a goal. Like they were, they're not awful, but like I said, they keep it all nice and nice and pretty. But yeah, West Ham on the break, Bowen, Antonio, even Rice driving the ball forward. It's yeah, I w- it wasn't an easy win, but I just couldn't see much else than West Ham beating them, especially over two leagues. And so. e- even the goal they scored <coughs> was a yeah, it was, yeah, a, the, was a bit of a howler, wasn't it? Yeah, from, the first goal Arriola, in Arriola. the first leg was just a bit of a mess and a like lucky shot or whatever. It just went in and West Ham regathered themselves and, and won that game, but. Yeah, I was nervous. I was nervous when we only had a two-one lead in mm. the in this first leg because it was <laughs> just typical West Ham. It would be classic us to yeah. forego a lead. I wanted at least like a two-goal mm. going into the second leg, but no. To be fair, I can't fault the lads. They were, you know, it was a really good away performance. Like it's a, you'll take a one-nil away from home yeah, any day of the week. Yeah. Ninety-fourth minute winner. It's like the classic, yeah. like you know, away win, take three yeah. points, goodbye. And I think that's how West Ham will play in the final. They'll so because I think for, I don't know don't mu- don't know much about Fiorentina, but they play that similar style attacking style and possession based football. But yeah, I think West Ham will play a similar way in that they will soak up the pressure and, like I said, Bowen on the counter, Antonio, Rice, Paqueta, whoever else like charging forward, Ben Rama if he plays. Again, they'll they have that that way with Moyes of they're resolute and they look for counters all the time. And I think in the cup final, it's, it's ideal. So I did do some research on Fiorentino if you, if you want some stats. Yes, <laughs> go on. I did. If it, I, yeah, I found a bit, but go on. So, obviously, from from the season, came eighth in Serie A, so mm. they haven't got European football next year. So they have got obviously a vested interest mm-hmm. as well because a similar situation to us. If they lose, there's no European football for them next season. Um, they they got one put there. So basically, their um, Points per game, 1.47, 15 wins, 11 draws, 12 defeats in the mm. season. Um, lost to Inter recently in the Coppa Italia final, mm. which was um, obviously 2-1. So they're obviously not a bad side. Mm. They're only they took the lead in that game as well, I remember, after mm. about three minutes in it, they took the lead. Yeah, and they're pretty, their form is pretty good as well. They lost won the last three and beat Juventus 4-2, beat Roma 2-1, beat Sassuolo 3-1. So that was, you know, that's a pretty... Is that your confidence dwindling then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every West Ham fan just turns <laughs> yeah, it down yeah, slowly. Listen, um, <laughs> Juve, Roma. Yeah, I yeah, know, yeah. I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, I was hoping it was some like bottom. Yeah, yeah. Like, Reading that aloud, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I was like, oh, DJ. Yeah. Um, but no, they seem a team that, you know, like to play on the break like us. Mm. And uh, interesting stat I got. So they score, they score most of their goals in minutes 81 and 90. Right. So they're. they're team that likes scoring last minute goals right. but also they like conceding last minute goals as well so they've con- scored 15 goals between minutes 81 and 90 and 7 goals conceded in minutes 81 oh, and right. 90 as well oh, so yeah. sounds like a bet put something yeah, yeah, like, yeah I like yeah. the sound of those odds <laughs> yeah to be fair so f- from what I've seen I watched a bit of YouTube on them today they have, they have some really decent players mm. so the one of the players that I'm particularly worry, worried about is Amrabat mm, the so centre midfielder isn't he yeah so yeah. he was the one that you know was in the team of the season the mm-hmm. world, team of the World Cup mm-hmm. you know for Morocco right so you know he's clearly got something mm-hmm. about him and he'll probably be trying to pull the strings mm-hmm. and they got Jovic so right, he used yeah. to play for Real Madrid so mm-hmm. he's uh, he's scored in I think his last two or three games so he's bit in form and mm-hmm. I, I know he was do- when he moved to Real Madrid he was doing bits at Frankfurt wasn't he mm-hmm. um, so got some good players Yeah, and I think they're top so similar to you, but 
in the competition alone, they've scored 36 goals in the so far. And their Cabral is their striker, has yeah. scored seven. And like you said, Jovic has scored six goals. So they're, they're obviously pretty good going forward. They conceded 16. And West Ham, I think, have only scored 19. Oh, sorry, that's a lie. 27 or something, I think I read, and conceded only seven. So mm. West Ham's defence seems much stronger. But yeah, like you said, Jovic and that Cabral and maybe the Amrabat in the middle, they're, they're danger players. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know deep down. They're the top goal scorers in the um, Conference League. Yeah, yeah, to, they've scored the most goals, and obviously they've got Cabral, his top scorer, the whole yeah, top goal scorer in the to- of the tournament. So never far. really heard of him before. He's Brazilian, isn't he? Arthur yeah. Cabral. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah. sure. Talking of like you just said on the about some on Skybet there, West Ham are the favourites on Skybet at, 11, at mm. eight to eleven with Florentina at evens. So they're ju- they're just that just baffles. slight <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But then I was I think West Ham were favourites going into that, but maybe that's because I'm my English biased, but. Mm. Is fourteenth in the Premier League. That's yeah, I'm, better I'm than eighth in. Yeah, and at West Ham have had a bad season. That's why they're four. What did, they, what did you finish last season? Sixth. Uh, we fi- se- seventh or the seventh year was we it finished top seven. Yeah, back to back. Yeah. Seven, but West Ham yeah. as a squad on paper is a pretty decent squad. Mm. I think. I think you've under like you, I think we will all agree you underachieved this year in the league. It has been a pretty poor league league form. It was only six points off the relegation zone. Yeah, that's I think that's a true reflection of what that squad is capable of or, have, or has been doing in the last two years mm. so is, I think they are probably are the favourites yeah. just Except I was saying like, in the league in the Premier League West Ham are a pretty average side they they lost 20 times like you said it's been a bad season in the league but lost 20 games in the league alone they finished 14th but in the in the Europe in the European competition they haven't lost a game yet I think they've won 13 drawn one yeah so, won, I think I saw that yeah. Yeah. won every game in the group stage yeah. so it was that was pretty pretty good yeah um, yeah, pretty much. Has it's never really been throughout the whole, you know, the knockout stage. It's mm. been pretty, pretty been simple. Right, yeah, and in, in, in the nicest way possible to yeah. the other teams. And because obviously your league, you you obviously the West Ham, they wanted to do much better, but it got to a point like, all right, we just need to stay up, make sure we're safe, and then we can just focus. And that's what they've done, and and switched everything towards that European competition. Really, I actually think it was <coughs> the Ars- that Arsenal game that week was sort of a turning point for West Ham was mm. who did you play in the quarters I think it was the week who was it who did you play in the quarterfinal so we played Altmar in the semi and we beat um, Ghent Ghent that was it and you um, I think you beat Maway something like 2-1 or 3-1 something mm. like that. and then yeah. you played Arsenal Arsenal were played with the park for 8 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and, every, and every, I think everyone in the ground thought oh here we go it was going to go 7 of 3-4-0 and then obviously came back with the penalty Drew I think you drew a couple more games. Obviously, won the second leg against again, and that sort of just kicked you on. With other teams losing, you knew sort of knew you were safe, and it was sort of more of a relaxed, a relaxed atmosphere that you could then go and focus your attention on the on the European mm. trophy. And like I said, it's always good to win games, whether it's a Conference League game, Premier League game. Look, you can't beat winning football games, no, and that obviously spreads a good mentality around the squad mm. and improves your confidence. If you're getting goals here and there. That's only going to improve your form. To be fair, we, we you know, I think the, you're right. The Arsenal game was a big turning point for us. Gave us a bit of confidence that we, you know, that was kind of like this was us a couple of years. This was us for the last two years, mm-hmm. and also beat United as well to basically guarantee safety for us. Yeah. Um, absolute howler from De Gea. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we had another one of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, he did actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for us, it was it was a case of we knew we were safe. So you know, for the Leicester game, last game of the season, mm. we like made so many changes and we were just like you know 
just rest the legs. Exactly, yeah, no one get hurt, no one yeah. injured, and yeah, make sure we're okay. I, yeah. I think for me, the key player for us in in the final is Paqueta. Mm-hmm. I think he's, you know, he's got so much flair, and I think you need a little bit of that. I think we'll have to be there'll be periods in the game where we'll be under the cosh for quite a considerable amount. I think. I think you know said they score a lot of goals, so they'll probably want to try and come out strong, mm. really, really fast in the first half. Mm. And I think we'll be under pressure, but you need players like Paqueta that will just hold the ball up, take some players on, and just you know give a defence a bit of rest, yeah, exactly, <laughs> and, yeah. and then yeah. we can catch them on the break. So I think he'll be a key player for us. I think mm. this game, and he'll be in that midfield three with Rice and probably Suchek. Will it be? Yeah, yeah. My my kind of predicted lineup would be Ariola, Zuma, Aged, Kufel, Cresswell. Suchet, Rice, Paqueta, Bowen, Antonio, Ben Rama. I think that'll probably be the yeah. two. So, what you reckon, Kufal would start? I think so. Yeah. yeah, because obviously, being in Prague, he used to play in that stadium. Yeah, Suchet and and Suchet. Yeah, so yeah. they both we both got them from Sparta. Was it Sparta Prague? I think. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think for them, experience in them kind of countries and playing that country is probably is quite useful. Mm-hmm. I, I do like Ben Johnson. I think mm. he's a good player, good good outlet, and you got Cornet as well, who mm. probably has been playing there for a little bit. But I think. No, Moyes is uh, what well he is. Mm. He, he does love a bit of experience. So, true, yeah. so I think that will probably be the lineup, in my opinion. Talking of Moyes, <laughs> do you think it's as solid as if he wins, he stays, if he loses, he goes? Yeah, I think so. I think it is that. I generally think so. Mm. Um, how can you sack a manager that's just won your European competition mm. if we win? Right. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. It, it, like, it, it's absolutely impossible. The, the only way I see him going if we win is if he thinks like, well, I've done, done I've done much. now. Yeah. I'll, I'll walk. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. Then, and I think, you know, he would he would come out with his head held massively high, his reputation massively intact, and he'd probably give himself another job. Mm. But I don't think he will. I think he'll want to do more. But I think yeah, if we don't win, I think I think he will go. I think um yeah. it's he been was close when it when was it what two, three months ago, the a bit of period of where obviously the hadn't reached the last stage of this competition and he was under scrutiny really, wasn't he? he was a lot of people were calling for him to be gone and yeah, it was in January. I think it was around. I think I played Everton at home, and it was between him or Lampard. Yeah, it was when it, 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 the old, club, yeah, the old yeah, classic exactly. Osaka, yeah. and West Ham won at a canter because Everton yeah. were absolutely <laughs> yeah. terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. Relega- uh, re- relegation gate. Wasn't it? Yeah, it's exactly. just. But then, I don't know. I don't know. Do what? Where did West Ham go? Would you? Would you rather, regardless of what, what in your personal opinion, would you rather him go, and you try something new, even if he does win? And like I said, it's, it'd probably be, it would be quite nice to see him off into the sunset mm. with, an, with a trophy, and then you you bring in a newer manager. If you want to go down a different route, if you can get a, a Potter or a Brendan Rodgers, don't know. I'm just mm. putting some names. Sam Allardyce again. Yeah. <laughs> I I I think, in my opinion, I think if I was in his position, and in my opinion, I would say I, I would like him to go. I think he he's done enough with this team now, and I think he's getting to his ceiling in terms mm. of like you know the personnel. Like our team was te- like in terms on paper three or four times better than it was the last two seasons. Mm. Like getting players like Skamaka, I know he's been injured, mm. but he obviously he was an upgrade on mm. Antonio. And a lot Paqueta's a massive upgrade on a lot of the midfields we've had. Our team is on paper is so much better and it should be achieving so much more. Mm. And I just don't believe that Moyes is the right person to get the best out of them players. And I think like Tottenham obviously I've seen that they're gonna get Ange Postacoglu mm. from Celtic. I think someone like a manager like that has just got really good ideas and just wants to play free flowing mm-hmm. attacking football, I think would be the best direction for us. Yeah. But as I said, if we win, unless he walks, he won't go. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. can't go. Like, yeah, it'll be the Messiah, wouldn't he? Moyes, he'll, yeah, that is true. But then, like you're saying about the players, you'd, 
this this summer anyway, it seems like Rice must be going after the final if you win or lose. So if Moy stays, he realise he knows his squad and he his best player has gone. But then that new, if a new manager comes in, they're like, okay, we've lost Rice. What do we do now? So maybe Moyes is a is a good idea to keep hold of for a season. You, you can definitely see see that point of view, or at least <coughs> till January, mm. just to see. But I think I think actually with Rice going and you know he's been a massive servant and he's mm. one of the best players I've ever seen play for West Ham but actually him going will have like you know let's say 90 to 100 million mm. with a new manager coming in he can buy three or four yeah. players of his own ilk right and he want, and he can make mould the team around these new new additions right we can get at least two world class players you know in with that amount of money um, I believe it's already a done deal in yeah, my opinion yeah. I think I think Arsenal is the team he will go to yeah uh, there's a lot of chat about <laughs> Bayern Munich but <laughs> yeah I'm sure I, I, Tate would take him at Arsenal no it, uh, it's either Arsenal I think or City, if City go and mm. just want to be City and be like oh yeah. let's let's just whatever you've offered give 20 yeah. million more yeah, yeah. Just, just do it because we can yeah. I mean I would love him at our club I think he'd be Arsenal would need to go to that next gear in midfield and mm. him coming in and a, possibly another one would be that next level that mm. <coughs> I, w- I would liken it to that, the Liverpool move of when they went and got Van Dijk and Alisson yeah. that next level of like, these are proper players Yeah, yeah. they aren't players that you think oh it can be good, good in three four years time they're players now coming yeah, in that who are, are that brilliant are bloody good yeah, players yeah. yeah and I'd like to see I'd like to see Rice as well because you see him maybe performance of England as well and just around better players yeah, you, see, you see how Paqueta is going to improve around his, when he's around Rice but Suchek is a bit of a workman and mm. he's he's had he's been had good years for West Ham but I do think there's technically better players than him as well that could that would have improved Rice's game as well he's had a really poor season and mm. Suchek I think will be the first to admit it I think he's <laughs> not been very good yeah um, he, he what was really good about him a few seasons ago was that he was scoring headers mm. from set pieces. He was very, very dangerous for set pieces. But also, you know, because of his, you know, general height and his mm. build, he was just bullying players, like just, you know, driving midfield. But he seems to have lost a little bit of pace and generally just a, a lack of ideas. And, and also, we haven't scored as many goals from set pieces. That used yeah. to be our. You used to, like, for a, like you said, the, probably a season or two seasons, it was like West Ham corner and West Ham goal. It was just like, please don't. He scored like 12 goals yeah. in one season from set pieces yeah. or corners. Don't yeah. kick it out for a corner, whatever you do against them. But it's true this year, yeah, it's not. I mean, you probably scored a few, but yeah, nowhere near as dangerous, it seems. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it was Dawson and Suchek. They were like mm. the um, the lockdown fantasy football yeah, legends yeah. to get in. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, it was interesting you brought up about Moyes and Skamaka. Did you, any of you see the Antonio podcasting he had yeah, a while back? He's, he's, slated he, he's basically him, he? slated <laughs> Skamaka and said yeah. that he's. You could tell he's a good player, like he's nice and pretty in training, mm. good touch and that, but he's not a David Moyes player. No. Like he needs good service, not yeah. scraps. He's, pro- he's probably right, but he's obviously coming from Antonio at the moment. It's In today's world, that's just frowned upon, like a current player, his teammate, and all the rest of it, but. He's probably not wrong. He's Schumacher yeah. is probably a good player, but like you said, in, for West Ham and Moyes and the way he wants to play, he probably is not the man for him. There was one also outrageous shout on that podcast that Antonio said. What did he <laughs> say? I disagree with me wholeheartedly. They were talking about Haaland and obviously Haaland scored 36 goals in the Premier League and they were basically saying, yeah, but any Premier League striker worth his worth would score 30 goals. Is no. that even like 
Mikhail, you'd back yourself to score 30. He was like, yes, definitely. No way. No. <laughs> no. I appreciate the confidence, Mikhail. No. But I, I, I need to fact check. I'm pretty sure Aguero never hit 30 goals for Man City mm. in, a prim- in a Premier League season. Yeah, there's a few that would, but no. Antonio, sorry, mate. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like it, he is Antonio, I'll always love him because he's very much a a fan favourite West Ham yeah, because he's just someone that will just run at players mm-hmm. and just bulldoze his way through like defences and he'll, he'll give 110% and that's kind mm-hmm. of like that's what you want though as yeah a exactly exactly um, but yeah absolutely do not agree he'll get 30 goals <laughs> <laughs> he needs a touch first before he does that yeah, he needs a good so touch true. <laughs> he's always reminded me of a bit like when we had Welbeck he was just he was everything a striker needs apart from composure in goal <laughs> composure in front of goal yeah He's quick, he's strong, he can hold the ball up. He's a nuisance. But I also think Antonio doesn't know what he's about to do as much as the defender doesn't know what he's going to do. And he's, But he's always, like you said, he's a havoc. And as any just... That's the most basic thing you want from your players as a fan is to watch them Be a try. Nuisance, yeah. <laughs> just try. Yeah, he does. He does just, whatever happens, he's always, like you said, running and smashing in someone, tackling. Like as a striker, he's tackling the head in. Mm. Yeah, he's no, like you said, as a fan, that's all you want to see, isn't it? And as a centre half, you can't imagine playing against more. Like, he's just awkward, I need to play against. Like you said, he might not be the best technically, but Mm. he's going to be heavy and bashing into you Mm. and chasing you down. And it can't be nice for any centre half to deal with that all the time. To be fair, I listened to him on the. Um, do you listen to the Footballers Football podcast? He does yeah, one with yeah. Callum Wilson, yeah, yeah. which yeah, is like a lot for Charles. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was he, he he summed up his season. He said like, I would have liked at least like five six more Premier League goals, but you know he's he's still got I think six goals in Europe for us this season. Mm. Like he's, I think obviously Premier League defenders know what he's about now. So yeah. probably you know he's pretty one dimensional. Yeah, but with European defenders don't play with him every single week no. right mm. play against him and know what he's about right so you know if I was a defender like that I'd probably be scared uh, you wouldn't want yeah. see Antonio just like big old muscles yeah. and tight kick come out no way yeah, short Sod shorts that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like I said I, mean, I don't know too much about Fiorentina but I do have although one thing I read that was a Italian reporter who works closely with Fiorentina Paolo Menacucci I probably butchered his name says, if it all clicks in Prague, West Ham will be in for a torrid night. <laughs> and I say laughing because I hope he's so true. But <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't know. <clears throat> on that note, shall we um, all make a prediction? Yeah, go on. Let's yeah, all go on then. Shall we let, let's, let the, let's let the guests start first, yeah, the West Ham fans. Andy, the honour. I, I, I think for the sake uh, what I want it to be, I want it to be done in 90. <laughs> yeah. Um I think I think 2-1 in the 90. I think we'll win it in, in, and I'm confident we will win it in my opinion. 2-1 with Sam. Go on, Jack. Uh, I've gone the other way. I've gone 2-1 Fiorentina. Of course you have. Like Andy said, though, in 90 minutes, I think they've got I think they've got to score twice in 90 to beat West Ham. Um, well, I said Florentina in my prediction mm. then on the, on the, when we got to the semi-finals. I'll go... I'll go Florentino on penalties. Oh, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. A long, a long night. Oh, that'd be heartache. Long night in, um, long night in yeah, Prague. That'd be heartache. When I was in Madeira last on holiday last week, they had the Roma game. Oh, the, the, what a trash yeah, final that what was! Oh my God. <laughs> all like absolute Z fest. It was awful. Uh, Do you know yeah. the worst thing about it? There was, I think I worked out. I think it was twenty nine minutes of additional time throughout the whole game. Mm. There was like seven in the first half. 
six in yeah, the second half, nine seven. in the first half of extra time, and like another six. It was yeah, ridiculous. But, but then, if like you were going to hand right, if you were going to write the script for Roma versus Seville, Jose Mourinho's M- Roma versus a Seville that don't give up and always win yeah. this somehow win this European trophy, it was going to be a snooze. Maybe oh. a nil-nil, one-one draw with yeah. lots of yellow cards. It was horrible, but like <laughs> you said, exactly it was went all the way to penalties. Yeah, that would be torture for West Ham. I th- yeah, I, I think it's either going to go one or two ways. It's either going to be a really like open game and it's mm. going to be end to end, or it's going to be incredibly cagey and it's yeah. going to go to probably penalties or you know at least extra time. Yeah. But yeah. as a fan, I'd want it done in ninety. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my heart could take it. I physically sick. Yeah, <laughs> the whole of Essex would be in tears if it went to penalties. <laughs> and you'd love every single oh, second be, of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll be down the pill pub. <laughs> Dressed in full purple. Yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. No, I hope I hope it's 90. Get it done. Mm. But who knows? Right. I don't know. I feel like, sorry, it's just a, a cup final, the European format of the knockouts and all the rest of it is just set up for West Ham. The way they've been playing, the way they try and play as well. With Moyes and they obviously have some very good players. I think, I think it's set up nicely for them. But we'll see. We'll see. So should we end it there for part one? Yeah. We'll come back part two on the Champions League preview. So, finish with the Conference League final, and we'll move on to Champions League final, Man City versus Inter Milan, which is Saturday, 10th of June, at the Turkish, I can't pronounce the, the actual name, but Turkish National Stadium in Istanbul, which is obviously famously where the miracle of Istanbul, Liverpool 3-0 down at half-time, went on to win on pens versus AC Milan, but yes, Man City face Inter Milan. Yeah, after a... Um Great result for them at the weekend, winning their second trophy of the season, <coughs> FA Cup in the bag. Yep, lovely to see that the Essex Reds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, no, they were not always going to win, but I couldn't see much else else happening that day. I, got I, I woke sorry, I woke up on the day and I was like, "Man, I'm going to win this." <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I was no. so sulky, and I was so so sulky when they got that penalty. <laughs> Cause it's outrageous, wasn't it? That yeah, what a stupid decision. But go on, Andy, what you? I was just going to say. What a goal from Gundogan! Yeah, <laughs> oh. twelve. Yeah, <laughs> fastest goal in FA Cup final, and what a goal it was! Ridiculous. It's like you're not even in the game at that point. No. You know, you're probably just like you know, you've just done your warm up. Yeah, like yeah. before the game, you've had the team talk, and literally, you you pulled that out of the bag. It was yeah. an unbelievable strike. And I was like, yeah, I think, I look, you're right though. I think the United players in midfield were just sort of waddling about. No one, I think, Harlan or someone missed a header. Casemiro missed a header. And yeah, just absolutely thumped it, and you won them down against the best side in the world. It's not not a good start. I felt like they didn't really get out of like third gear. Really, yeah. I think you know. Yeah, I don't think they were brilliant, but yeah, they were obviously still still more than good enough to win the game. So because like you said, I didn't think they got out of third gear, and that's why I was a little bit worried when they got the penalty and they scored mm. because you know I got a bit ahead of esteem. Mm. But I do think if that penalty was never given. City would just kept my arms length and be yeah. like, just like a boxing match, you know, like a, it will beat one points. Yeah, they we, would, know, they, we know, they, we know, yeah. we know we're that class above. They would have shifted it when they needed to get a goal or mm. whatever. Yeah, definitely. It felt yeah. like it was yeah, like 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 a kind of Floyd Mayweather kind of way looking. Yeah. yeah, just kind of yeah, keep him arms length, just yeah. play him off the park a little bit. Mm. I got to say, Stones in that midfield role is brilliantly class. He's so very good. How nice is that Cruyff when he yeah. just did it? Did did <laughs> rash joke? Yeah, because I think towards the end of the game, Diaz was like trying to grab Stones and. 
send him to play forward or back or five back, whatever. We've got to hold it tight. And Stones basically saying, no, no, get, I'm going to midfield. Get me on the ball. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's next level. Absolutely next level. Because he was playing that position from the right back role, and now he's mm. playing it from the centre half role, pushing into midfield, and it's it's so nice to watch him do that. And you think, is there a way he could do it for England? But then you've got yeah. The slabbed and dying behind yeah. him. Yeah, and but then you don't have Pep. You don't yeah, you have Pep don't. in charge. Yeah, you've got so it's, it's not going to... Yeah, it's never... Not never, but yeah, it's very, very difficult to do that. But yeah, they're on for the treble, Man City. Yeah, I I think... I think we're probably all sitting here agreeing that I think they'll do it. Yeah, I think I think so. I think, I think the they've finals, got the experience yeah. of that absolute hell, sh- hell show on earth what they did in 2020 or mm. 21 where it was against Chelsea. That yeah, was just 21. a shambles of a performance. Yeah, where I think the occasion obviously got to them the year before they lost out in the semi-final quarter-final to Lyon I think it was just mm-hmm. a shambles performance and again I think De Bruyne got injured in after about 20 minutes and they just they never got going did they again in that final against Chelsea they just froze and I think this that will give them the experience this year to go on and show show them that they are the best team in the world I think I think last last year I think wasn't it like that he made Guardiola made like a random selection mm. thing. He didn't play Rodri or something mm. like that, or mm. made some weird selection in yeah. midfield. I think he'll go. I think he won't <laughs> pull them punches this no, time. Yeah, I feel like that was a little agreed. bit of arrogance from his side because I was like, oh, let me just do something absolutely outrageous yeah, yeah, in the definitely. midfield in in the final because we're going to win it. I think yeah. he's now just thinking, let's just get it done yeah. because I think. I think, like you said, that I'm, I think I mentioned it before in other episodes, but exactly that that this season Pep has binned off all like. But he stopped playing Bernardo Silva left back and Rodri centre half and whatever. I know Stones is now playing that role, but he's obviously brilliant at it so, and it works well. But yeah, I think they've shown this year Real Madrid over two legs when they the massive game when they had to play Arsenal, they they destroyed them. Do you know what I mean they they destroyed Man United when they've had to? They they beat them in the FA Cup final. They've won the league again. The, in the big moments this year, they've they've turned up, and I, I don't see anything different for the final. Yeah, you'd expect it to be exactly the same. Starting lineup oh. that played against United. Yeah, the, the, the Edison walk. Well, obviously the goalkeeper which Edison will come yeah. in. Yeah, Edison. That's Edison I think Walker, that's it, yeah. Diaz, Stones, Akanji, yeah. Rodri, Silva, De Bruyne, Grealish, Gundogan, and Haaland. Yeah. That'd be the. I think yeah, literally swap the goalies out. Maybe Ake or Akanji. I don't know what if whatever he prefers on a day. But yeah, they're, they're, I don't think there's going to be much difference in what you've seen already this season. Got two. Th- got two things. Firstly. How good is a kanji? Like yeah. that's such a still was like fifteen mm. million or something like that. Yeah. Such a good buy from mm. them. Like he's great cover and Ake's mm. been brilliant this season. So, you know, that strength in depth, like, mm. you know, if they you know, one of them goes off injured, you've got Ake or, yeah. you know, Le- even Laporte's like, yeah, you Laporte know, can't play <laughs> yeah. a minute, didn't he? Laporte doesn't even play and he'd get into every league every yeah. team in the league. It's ridiculous. And, and I think it's been interesting the last four or five games because, you know, Haaland Haaland's scoring has dried up a little mm. bit. I know he's scored thirty six goals in the Premier League season, mm. but like the last four or five games, I think he's only scored like one goal. Mm. And I think that's intentional in my opinion. I think, you know, he's allowing Grealish, yeah. Bernardo Silva, just drive and, and uh, to drive at the, you know, defences. And he's just taking about two or three defenders with him because, you know, he's so, you need to man mark him, yeah. probably double yeah. man mark him. Mm. So I think that's an intentional ploy and I think that will be similar effects, I think. On Saturday, yeah, like I said, he's probably occupying yeah. two centre halves because they're too concerned about him, aren't they? Yeah, and the, yeah, and the opposition manager has gone in there, but like we need to stop. If you stop yeah. him scoring, we do all right. Yeah, that's half the job. Yeah. But yeah, then you've got yeah, you've got De Bruyne, Grealish, Silva, Mares, whoever's running off. Yeah. Yes, or if Foden fancies, yeah, minutes exactly. to come on. Yeah, Phil Foden who's <laughs> won the Premier League. It was the audacity of yeah. it was FA Cup semi final 
2-1 up with 15 minutes to go and he just hooked De Bruyne and brought on Foden. It was like, the audacity to take off like your best player. Yeah, it's it's strength in depth, isn't it? Like you said, like, you can play, you know, a combination of like four or five different wingers and they're Mm. still world class. Like, Mares, Foden, you know, Grealish, Bernardo Silva, like it's just it's just scary at that point, yeah. isn't it? And this year as well, they are like I said earlier about the big games, they are all playing to like the next level. It's all well and good saying they've got brilliant players, but everyone is on form, everyone is trying their best to get in that side and yeah, just, I've dunno, I've not seen anything like it. They're just yeah, an absolute juggernaut. Compared to I mentioned it a few weeks ago on the, on the other podcast. Um, Inter Milan still have... It's 2023, isn't it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Mikitarian <laughs> wow, is going to yeah. be playing in a Champions League final. Mm. Like That's just, for me, blows my... And Ed and Dzeko. Damian. Ex- yeah, Damian. <laughs> Damian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. ex-Premier League players. Yeah. Like, oh, how is that? Like, Damian was horrific yeah. for United. Mikitarian wasn't great for United, but it was shocking for us. It wasn't even great for Roma, I don't think. Mm. And then got a move to Inter, and yes. And even Ajeko was good at Man City, well, very good at Man City, but he's probably mid to late thirties now, and yeah. he's in a he's in the Champions League final. Yeah, Mkhitaryan's agent must need a raise, right? Yeah, he's done yeah. well, definitely. He's <laughs> done incredible. Well, you, he actually used to have um, Riola as his agent, the old, um, you know, Pogba's one. Yeah, yeah like yeah. the super agent. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah. his Latin Adam as well. But Man City have gone through this whole Champions League campaign without losing. Mm. Six wins, five draws. I mean, they barely lost all season, to be fair. Just like West Ham, right? <laughs> <laughs> similar, similar teams, though. Um, whereas Inter, seven wins, three draws and two defeats. Mm. Inter, though, have obviously they've been a surprise package this year. I don't think anyone would have put them down to win, get in the final. But on paper, they haven't had to play anyone yeah, I looked particularly at it, hard, have they? They kept eight clean sheets. But like you said, they've, they've still lost twice. Or was it two games? Three yeah, games? twice, yeah. But yeah, they've they've not had a. It's similar to like Tottenham when they got to the final. No, you'd have. You didn't win any games. You drew. No, yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. But it's just like somehow Inter Milan are in the final, and they'll obviously yeah they'll be absolutely buzzing with that. But yeah, I think the for them the weekend is just a free hit. Pretty much, no pressure on them at all. They've avoided like avoided like some massive teams mm. like you know Napoli. Mm. But, you know, I I I tip them to probably win the Champions League. Yeah, when that, everyone yeah that's yeah, on that draw, side yeah. of the draw. And and I think with you know AC Milan. I think AC Milan did the absolute European job on them. Like it was yeah. just, it was just, again, keep them arms length. Don't yeah. let them get too ahead and just get that Giroud goal right. Yeah. And I, again, that that first leg, um, that first leg of the the Inter AC match, it was just like, it it wasn't a great game of football. Mm. It was very no, cagey poor, until. You know, Mkhitaryan somehow got a goal, and then mm. who who was it? Next? Checo, Checo. Oh, what a volley that was, yeah, wasn't Checo, it? Yeah. That was a great volley, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I, I, in my opinion, Man City are way too strong for him. Yeah, I think so. Although Inter Milan then won it three times, obviously most recently thirteen years ago, Mourinho, twenty ten. They obviously have massive history and they're very, I suppose, historical and, and huge club in the world of football. But yeah, I think this this season, Man City, definitely just I mean, in, too powerful. Interesting enough, like you just mentioned, when they last won it in two thousand and ten, that capped their treble. Mm. And City obviously going for mm. the same, the same thing to emulate their um, their local rivals, Manchester United. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's some achievement. It's only ever been done once. Mm. Nineteen ninety nine. What's that? Four, twenty odd years ago. Yeah, about twenty four years ago. Yeah. That's awful. So <laughs> 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 I'm trying to work that one out. <laughs> yeah, it'd be incredible. And it is the three. It's the the league, the FA Cup, and potentially the Champions League. Would be 
be quite incredible. And the way they're doing it, and possibly will do it there. Like I said, they're just a brilliant, brilliant side, aren't they? Yeah, like obviously they've got an amazing manager, and they've spent like he- heaps of money. Mm. But you've still got to get the team to play yeah. and play in a way. And some of the play they make, you know, it's it's, it's the pace of the mm. pace of passing. It's the pace of Haaland behind. Mm. It's the absolute genius of De Bruyne where yeah. he can just thread a ball through a needle. Like they've got it all, haven't they? Yeah. And like you said, it's yes, they've spent loads of money and they've they do spend loads of money, but it's still spending it correctly. Like they Kanji fifteen million. They didn't have to spend fifteen million on him, but they chose to because they knew that he'd be good and Haaland obviously ridiculous money on him, but it's proven this season it's worth every penny, so That's Man United and Man United are the prime example. They've spent heaps Even of money. More. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. If not more. But they like you said 90 on Pogba 90 on Anthony mm. 90 mm. on um, Jane Sancho mm. 80 Maguire <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah but again you said that we about like the tumbleweeds car on that yeah, one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same, with, same with Chelsea they've spent ridiculous money and oh, it hasn't worked right away but yeah, it's just, yeah City is just far too good aren't they but then City the only where City can get away with it they can buy again with their mistakes whereas Arsenal, Chelsea, United even to a extent have to live with them. Yeah. We bought Pepe for £72 million, which is horrific, mm. but we had to stick with him for three years and try and get something out of him. Mm. We couldn't. We had to send him on loan, and the only way we got around it is somehow we had a, a very good youth player come from mm. the system for free that sorted out that issue for us. And whereas City, if they're... Remember when they bought Danilio, which is crap, yeah. for like £30 million, they were, we'll go buy Carl Walker the next year for... 50 million <laughs> we'll get around to that way or when mm. they bought Mendy for 56 million realised they couldn't defend and then went and bought Cancelo for 50 odd mil mm. they can get they get around these things by just being able to keep going again and keep going again I'm sure United would love to go buy another 80 million pound centre-half to replace the one they gave Maguire but they, yeah. just, they just can't and that's also that's a reason why they've got 114 charges against them <laughs> yeah that is looming over it. I don't know because well, I, I just keep doing it, and it, yeah, yeah, it's obviously. I think it will be fourteen. Years. How long did it, the investigation take? Like ten years to yes. come to this. Like, I think it'll yeah. be another ten years for anything ever happens. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to be very ballsy to take on City. You just be like, right, get yeah. the lawyers involved. Yeah, they're just yeah. Every corporation that tried to get City in trouble. UEFA went for them, um, and they they got to give them a two year ban and a massive fine, and they got away with nothing. They literally got away with it all. Yeah, I can't, you I can't know, Checkman sort of just gets the lawyers involved, yeah, and, like course, and the yeah, week can get bigger, but bigger and better lawyers than you. And yeah, yeah, I, I, th- I think they they are quite a clever club in terms of like their recruitment and generally selling players as well. Mm. Like the fact that they can adapt losing Jesus and uh, and Sterling at the start mm. of the season and replace them with probably better players, yeah. or you know, you can see the model. Like obviously. Grealish is probably going to be the replacement for Sterling mm. in their mind, right, long term. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, having Haaland is you know the upgrade to, of Jesus, right? Yeah. And even uh, Alvarez bringing him a World Cup winner. So. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Mm. Like, yeah. It's, it's just really good. And, and and you know their net spend, I think, even this year was. I know Haaland's. I know it was only sixty million, mm. uh, but you know, absolutely masses of wages. Yeah, right? of course. Um, but I think probably they're you know this season their net spend's been pretty good. Mm. Well, they you said they actually are a well-run club in terms of, like you said, they're selling things because once any player that comes from Man City, you said they're going to get a fee from. Didn't they sell 
quite a few players to Southampton in the summer. <laughs> yeah, got, the whole some, youth side. Yeah, got some money back. And yeah. it was a little bit when Liverpool were, a couple of years ago when Liverpool were at their peak and they sold Danny Ward to Leicester for like mm. 15 mil. He never played. Rianne Brewster got 20 <laughs> mil. <laughs> to start to, um, <laughs> but you said it like a few weeks ago. that When you're good, yeah, you can sell When you you're at the top good. and you're flying, it, these players, people want these players that you think nothing of. And you can sell him for Danny Ward for nearly 20 mil. Uh, Brewster for 30 mil. So, yeah, you're right. It, it's And obviously City do that. And I always think of our club. But Tottenham, if we had Sterling, there's no way we'd get rid of him. We'd think, oh, no, he's brilliant. He's do, he scores those goals. He does this. He does that. But, yeah, City go, no, no. We'll get rid of you. Get the next one in. Like It's just, yeah, they're, like you said, they're a brilliantly run club. And it all seems to be coming to an end. I think the, the Champions League final will be the, the final piece. Just a quick example, just sort of talk about with Spurs on that selling front. I remember that phase when you went, didn't you sell Mason for like 12, 13 mil? Was it Huddleston as well? Went to Hull for Possibly, 15 yeah. mil. When you were selling these, Livermore, that was it. Mm. Livermore went to QPR or yeah, someone yeah, for, yeah. for a good slot. That's when you were at your, like, your peak Pochettino. Players were coming in, get some mm. games, get some minutes, playing for England, then selling them on. Whereas now you look, Harry Rinks, for example, you'd be lucky to get... Mm. Anything yeah, for him. Yeah, he's, Whereas he's just coming him, back off loan from Sam Dory, got relegated. <laughs> so he's doing well. <laughs> Whereas if you sold him at his peak under yeah, Poch yeah. or whenever it was in yeah, the Giants, easy then 20 mil. Easily 20 yeah. mil. And that's. It sometimes is it worth biting the bullet and, t- and making that yeah. sale? I remember just, for example, when Arsenal did it with Willock, Oxlade Chamberlain, Awobi, they were all players that all. Shall we hold them for another year? Mm. But they're the three most expensive players we've ever sold. Yeah. And we haven't missed any of them. No. But City, are roof, they are a ruthless club and that's why they're at the best because in the summer they're even speaking of Gundogan. He's just scored two in the final but yeah. we're not going to give him a new contract. Yeah, he's the captain. He's <laughs> we can't at, get someone else in. Yeah, major part of the season. Yeah, The last three years they got rid of all they got rid of <coughs> their well, last four years I think they got rid of our captains was it Company, Silva, mm. Fernandinho, now um, mm. Gundogan and they always replace them with someone better. You've got Rodri's come in there, Diaz has come in there to replace Company. Laporte even came in there. Silver, you had Bernardo Silva. You're, you're always going to have Phil Foden coming through mm-hmm. and getting in, getting David Silva's minutes. They're re- just a yeah. ruthless club that is run by the best manager in the world. Yeah, and, and that's I, the that's the main. Is when I said before, but if and when Pep leaves, then you might see a change. But if he stays there, I can't see much change in in English football. Days. Interesting point. Do you think if he wins the treble and he wins the Champions League with City, do you think he'll do something rogue and be like? I fancy a break. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, it would be that would be quite shocking, I think. But I think yeah, that's a good point. Like thinking about it now, I'd obviously he can go to any club in the world. But I think after this, like you said, I think he'd only stop for a, a break and have a maybe a season off. Or that's what happened when yeah. he went left Barcelona. Didn't yeah. he? he had the had the oh no Bayern Munich wasn't it? Sorry, yeah, had the year off in New York. Just fancied, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just living in Times Square for a year. Yeah. It was like then went to City Sorry for some, I, but. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, it's a very good point. And after Trevor, what what can you do? I know you, Quads, for him, quad, he, yeah. yeah, he just wants to win it all and win games. And well, it wasn't yeah. for that darn Nathan Jones, yeah, he would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, he's trash that manager. Yeah. God, but there's always been rumours that he wants to do international football. I don't think he would go this year. I mean, if he could do a, if he could do a four P of the um, Premier League, win it four mm. years on the bounce, something that Fergie don't think he ever did. I don't think no comment, in right. no. We'll have to listeners correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't Chelsea think Reds. I don't think touch. he ever did it. I don't think he ever did a four peat. Mm. I don't think anyone's ever done it in Premier League history. Mm. Maybe before that time. Um that would be massive. I mean obviously 
they are capable. They're probably the or they are the only team capable of winning the quad. Yeah. Oh. And it's strangely yeah. enough that's that that Carabao Cup is always their competition. They just just mess up. They, no one really really even remembers, but they've no. won like six of their last seven. Yeah. They just win just it. Is what is one of those things? Yeah, yeah. they always win it. Yeah, because <laughs> FA, FA FA Cup was one they didn't actually always do well at, did mm. they? No, they never. I think they've won it twice now. Is that wrong? Three times. Uh, recently, Pep, let's have Pep. a think. They've won it. I think it's twice this year. They demolished Watford. Wasn't seven nil? Mm. Yes. Um, with Pep, I think that. Could I think it's twice with Pep. I think that's the only two. Before that, I'm thinking they won it. They, that was their first trophy they won when they yeah, had that when was they, the start. I think they beat Stoke yeah. in the final. Yeah. Um, no, Arsenal have won it look. four times recently. United have won it once in there. Chelsea have lost a lot mm. of finals in there. They know they've <laughs> won it once. No, they had Chelsea have lost like five of their last six FA Cup finals. Yeah, I want to say it's the second time with Pep, but yeah, I'm reading the report now and all their focus is on the Champions League of course and he says we have to win the Champions League yeah well this was sort of like the awkward the awkward game in the middle where mm. the, everyone was talking about the treble but obviously they they everyone think everyone thinks Inter's the easier game yeah. this was the potential banana skin that's yeah. now got over weak to recover all eyes on that like they've got they've got to do it haven't they I think so I think so too I think um, yeah as I said I think Man United was the banana skin I think if they if they would have lost that game, then I would have been a little bit worried for him because I think they would have been in. They would either have been in completely relentless mood and just win the Champions League, or it could have really rattled them. Yeah, and yeah. But I think winning the game and winning it, I'd say pretty much at a canter mm. most of the time. They're just like, well, if we can beat Man United at a canter, yeah. and I don't, you know, I think even Man United could beat this inter side if I'm yeah, being totally yeah. honest. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I think then they're nothing to be. You know nothing to be scared about from a Man City perspective, and I think, yeah, there's there's again, I think similar to the West Ham Fiorentina game, something can go one or two ways. It's either well, I think it's going to go either City absolute demolition, win three 0 it's mm. going to be pretty easy, or Inter will just do the Mourinho part the bus and just grind it, out grind there, it, yeah. grind it as yeah. long as possible, and try and get them on a relative counter. They, yeah. They've got some good players. Like I, I quite like that Dumfries, I think, isn't yeah, he? He's like like the yeah. fullback, isn't he? Yeah. The fullback, and he likes it. I remember at the World Cup, he was just like ploughing down mm. the wing for the Netherlands, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, I don't know, again, like Fiorentina, really, I don't know too much about uh, Inter Milan and don't pretend to know loads about them, but yeah, they've obviously got players we know, Dzeko, Mkhitaryan. I think the goalies like, made the most saves in the competition this year, which is probably not a a good sign for Inter Milan if they're conceding oh, no chances, yeah. Ah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think, like you said, they're they're a, like a classic Italian side, aren't they? Defend and keep it tight and keep it um, resolute, and then try and counter and and nick a goal, win the game one nil. They'll be they'll be very very happy. But yeah, I think I think unless they pull off an incredible result and they're absolute player their skin, I can't see much else in the City win. Big Ron winner. Nah, Big Rom yeah. Oh yeah, Rom. Rom, yeah. <laughs> imagine him throwing him on. He just batters Diaz. Nah, the thing I is, I see c- it. you can see City scoring at least twice. Like, yeah. Any prediction we probably all have here would be a two-one, a two-nil. Yeah. We'll get on a prediction later. But then, right, can you picture Inter scoring three? No, no, no not at all. If City, could see, the, if City could see the three all season in any game, when uh, they beat United six-three, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah, when they were when yeah, they were six-one yeah. up. Yeah, like. No, I can't, not to me, but 
yeah, like you said, I think Inter's got to be... That was fantastic how quickly you got that. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be 0-0, 1-0, and it's got to be tight and a horrible game. Similar to the, the Roma-Seville, it's just got to be a disgusting game to watch. That's the only way they can break them up. But City have got to do a Chelsea, City have got to do a Chelsea last season, and Inter have to have the game of their life, in my opinion, mm, yeah. for that to yeah. even be a possibility. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to know that what is the highest ever scoreline in a Champions League final? It can't, um, any final. I'd, I'd like to know any final. Mm. Obviously, probably when because I remember City won. It was obviously City won seven 0 and that was yeah. outrageous. Yeah. But when I remember Arsenal beat Villa four one in the FA mm. Cup, four 0 in the FA Cup final, and that was the biggest FA Cup final result ever, I think. And Villa were crap, and mm. they were finished like eighteenth. They were. That's a yeah. It's a good question because. Most finals are, don't matter how good Man City are, how bad the other other team might be, they're always pretty tight, boring and yeah. tight, and the odd goal here and there. It'd be similar for West Ham and mm. in the week. Like, yeah, I don't know. Finals. I mean, I'll, I'll go into my prediction now, but I, I said City three nil if it goes the way I think it will go. But yeah, I don't know. Even then, it might it might be two nil, and they just keep the ball for the rest of the game. And they're is they're it the right. biggest mismatch in a Champions League final in in like, recent Possib- times? Yeah, trying to possibly. Think. It's got to be. It's got to be up there. It must be. Like we said, how have Inter even Inter got that far? I don't know. Where did Inter come this season? Third. Third. Third, third yeah, in third. Italy. Yeah. Yeah. So not. <laughs> and o- best side. only because Juve got ten points deducted, wasn't it? Yeah. And they got given back, and then they got That's deducted. True. Yeah, yeah, they got right, twelve yeah. taken, twelve yeah. given back, and ten taken. Yeah. I, I do think it is it, it, on paper it is a bit of a mismatch, but you know, I mean, a final can happen. Yeah. You know, exactly. anything can happen in a final, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but I think. Um, yeah, if I, I was going my prediction, I I think three one. Yeah, I think I think in normal time, I th- don't think it goes to extra time at all. No, I think so too. Yeah, Tate, what do you reckon? Say two nil. Yeah, I'm gonna go with my man Rodri as well. Big man Rodri. <laughs> my man. Is that player year. <laughs> <laughs> he's been out, he's been unbelievable again this. No, season. he's a he's a brilliant player. He's one of them. Uh, yeah, he's just class. De Bruyne class. free kick for me. I think yeah. he's gonna score a free kick. Class. Uh, well, just name, name, name any of them. They'll they'll anyone can <laughs> score. They're brilliant. Yeah, Harlan's <laughs> been on a drought. <laughs> yeah, he might turn up. I just think if they score that first goal in the first half, then it's thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's done. Unless Inter have to keep it nil nil, maybe one nil late late on. But yeah, I think um, City's got that first goal. It's game over. Yeah, agreed. For it's a neutral, over. you'd want first five minutes into goal wouldn't you oh yeah yeah. You don't, for an in exciting the, game yeah, they need the first goal for a neutral to be like oh here we go but they need that goal like you said inside ten minutes if it, if they drag out it would be an awful game but yeah yeah, it, yeah I can't see and that's like you just see their attitude and the way they, their thought process straight after the final beating United all the players on the pitch like right one more one more Harlem saying one more game one more game and it's just mm. different level absolutely different level no it is it is Mad. I think it's also fitting that finally they do do it. Like there's mm. been been in the been in the works for a while. When did they get taken over? 2010. Yeah, it was always the chat. Like then they got Champions League a couple of years after that. Mm. I always remember the year they missed out when old Crouchy scored, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a good year. And the year after, I think they then got it. And mm. they've been building this month. They haven't actually had a particularly great record in Europe. Lots, a couple of semi-finals here and there. Obviously losing the final against Chelsea, like we mentioned. I think now it's right. Pep hasn't won it for a while since that since that unbelievable boss team beat um, United in. 20, I think it's Pep's fourth. 20, it'll be his fourth Champions League. Is that when Messi yeah. rose above Ferdinand, wasn't it? <sighs> no, they won it twice. They won it yes. then and they won it again at Wembley. He won it in yeah, 10-11. Yeah, yeah. Atletico won it. Was it Atletico? 
No, they beat United twice in the final. No, but Inter won it the year before yes, and yeah. then the year before that Pep mm. won it so it's Pep Inter Pep, uh, yeah. or Pep Jose Pep this yeah. will be his third time then won't it yeah and it's yeah it's fourth final but yeah on the final itself it's a sort of relatable story to Tate's weekend the referee for the Champions League <laughs> final interestingly is Sim- I'm going to go Simon Marciniak who's Polish and he actually officiated the World Cup final between Argentina and France at the end of last year and he's been given the Champions League final, so what a season he's having. But the main the main uh, fact of that bit of information that he's Polish, Tate, and uh, do you want to talk about the weekend that you could have had? <laughs> yes, we can. But on that, hasn't he? Has he got it taken away? Is he still? Because he went, he did some. He's been misbehaving, hasn't he? Oh, is he? I don't know. I, no, oh, I, I just thought you brought it up. Oh no, I just read it as like, this was the report where I read today. It said he was. Oh no, because there's a news story. He went to some oh, far right. He went to some far right. He went to some far right fascist movement. <laughs> Type in his name quickly. Yeah, I'll have a look. I'll have I look might, have, unless I've dreamt this in my ang- <laughs> yeah, in my yeah, anger yeah. about the weekend. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he might have been stripped to the final, or he's come out and apologised. Or uh, I have to look on you. And um, yeah, so I've. I'm oh no, yeah, you for keep. I'm not going to say his name again, but as Champions League final referee after apology for speaking at a far right event. Two yeah. days ago. Nice one. Yeah. Good, good knowledge. Maybe <laughs> no, I thought that's why you brought it up because of the news story. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, well. <laughs> Back to weekend, the real story. Um, no, but, um, listener of the show and good friend of ours, Jim Hyde, and I. Who actually bl- looks similar to the ref. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a classic. That could be any ref, couldn't it? That could be any Andy Polish Taylor. Man. That could be Howard Webb. <laughs> Jim Hyde. <laughs> Paul Tierney's bold now. <laughs> um, we'd booked to go to Krakow. Um Mainly to go see Auschwitz and then explore the town of Krakow, watch the FA Cup final, have some beers and have a lovely time. It's all going very well. Jim arrived Thursday evening at mine. Went to bed, woke up 3am, walked to the bus stop, got the bus, <laughs> went off to the perfect start. The bus, the, uh, I think the UK government are doing something, you know, some initiative to use the bus. So each... Each journey is only £2. So it costs mm. £4 return. Normally it's 16 So I was like, great, this is fantastic. <laughs> Got there loads of time, straight through, no real queues, uh, straight to the airport, uh, sorry, straight to the, through um, security. The lounge and all that, yeah. Sat down, ordered a nice fry up and a beer at 20 past four in the morning. <laughs> loads of time. Even bumped into other West Ham fan, Ollie Franklin. At the airport, yeah, had a little Big chat. Had a little chat with him. He's nice. on his way to Sweden. I was gonna say he's on his way to Sweden. Yeah. DJing, DJing, yeah. right? Yeah, doing a bit of DJing. Um, just chatting. Looked at the time. We went. We also had a lot of time, so we thought let's go get some. We want to get a drink and some <laughs> chewing gum and that from Dabrate Smith. <laughs> I'm just laughing because it's such a good story. Strolled up to um, <laughs> the gate. I said, "Oh, Jim, just you take a seat quickly. You need to go to the loo." Went to the loo, came back, strolled in. We were like. There was like five people left in the queue. Perfect timing. Well, actually, there was one guy kicking off in the queue. He had his shirt off, and then they oh, took him out of the queue. I think he got kicked off the plane. <laughs> but and then I was like, "No, Jim, you you go first. You go first. Scan his thing. Took a look at his passport. He walked through. And he, you know when you get to, you know, you walk through the little, uh, the little, it's like a, you know, the aeroplane. Yeah, the goes little, it takes you from the lobby to the plane. Yeah, yeah. Then, <coughs> the little the hallway part tunnel. Yeah, he's waiting exactly. in the waiting in the tunnel, waiting for me. Like you can see his eyes lit up, all <laughs> smiley and ready to go. I've scanned my. She scanned my thing. She looked at my passport. She looked at my passport again, 
and she's just scanned through and gone, oh, um, wait there quickly. And I'm, I just smiled and went, no, it's, it's fine. I've, I've got more than three months, so you need to Poland. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah, I just, I said, oh, yeah, you said yeah, it. Said, no, it's fine. It's, it's just a clarification. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she goes, no, she did check something. She went, start date. She went, rang through on the radio. Mm. Start date, April 2013. Oh, no, no, that's 10 years old. And then she politely looked me in the face, looked me in the eyes and went, uh, your passport expired in April. Uh, folded it up. You won't be flying us today. Next, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jim sort of smiled oh, as I got my ridiculous. passport back. Obviously not being able Thinking, to hear the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then good. I go to walk through and be like, I need to talk to my friend. And she was like, no, no, you have to go around the side. And he was like, what's going on here? So he came around the corner and I was like, my passport's 10 years old apparently. And I can't fly. <laughs> and he was like, what? <laughs> what? And she was like, can you move out of the way, please? Oh. And I was like, oh, well, I need to make, make our decision. Uh. Um, but I was like, no, Jim, make sure you go. Like, don't you dare not go. Make sure you definitely go. I was like, well, I don't know what to do. And I said, just go, get on the plane, go. Like, And she was like, oh, you might be able to get a flight if you ring up. And I looked online, the, the nearest um, the nearest point was in Belfast. <laughs> or the, ne- the next London one I've got... Um, is the 21st of June, which I booked today. Oh, you're actually going to do it? Yeah. Oh, right. So you can't even just like order a new passport or... No, the, the next one I looked today on the emergency one week thing, <laughs> the next oh, yeah. available appointment was the 21st of June. Bloody hell. And it's... Well, <laughs> there must be a massive queue of people. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And then from then it takes a week to get the passport. So God knows how they do this passport thing in a day or, yeah, or yeah. whatnot. I think ridiculous. you have to fly to Belfast to get it all. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, no, Jim, make sure, make sure you go... Um, and but yeah, he had a wonderful time. Yeah, and if we yeah. were doing a winner and loser of the week, yeah. I'd be the loser <laughs> and he'd be the yes. winner. I didn't want to say, but yeah, we're not doing it this week. But savage, yeah, loser. But no, I was so savage. proud of him because I was like, you need to go and just do it and just yeah. And like I said to him, the worst, the, like, the worst thing could happen if you have a shit time, go sit in the Airbnb and watch Netflix all weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if go, you're go right. out and watch the FA Cup final yeah. and just yeah. And that I'm sure you'd be fine. Yeah, but no, by all accounts, he had yeah, yeah. What we've seen, he and I picked him up Sunday from the airport and. Yeah, he uh, picked up our little Polish immigrant, and he, <laughs> he, no, he sounded, and it looked like he had a brilliant time. So, but I hope yeah. you recovered and ready to ref the game on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was a great story, but yeah, yeah, no. So I was back in my bed at about ten past eight on um, Friday morning. Writing your notes up for tonight. Well, I was like, <laughs> it got to the stage when I got the bus back. It was so depressing at that bus back home, and I was like, do I? go to work but I got back to the train station in Chumpsford and I was like it's I could easily get into work but I was like oh the train strikes so I'm going to have to wait around for another hour to the next train I was like oh, I'm, just, I'm going home <laughs> oh, did you even tell me work <laughs> I told her questions. this morning she was like oh, the worst thing was I went in this morning and the blokes were like oh so how was it oh, I didn't go what do you mean oh here we go the story I'm telling the story a load of them had not a clue that was even a thing that day. Yeah, no. I took it on Instagram. The amount of DMs, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was bloody famous or something. <laughs> so, oh my god, wait, how is this a rule? Yeah. When is this a rule? No one knew. But no Jake's knew. Jake's girl from Tatum replied back, and she was like, "Oh, that happened to my head teacher. Family holiday to Greece, a week's holiday on half term. Obviously, he couldn't go. Had to let the wife and kids go on their own because his passport was in. My passport's in date, mm. but it's, it's from not. the issue that yeah, it's a mental rule, mental. So. Yes, if yeah. you learn anything from this podcast, check your passport. Yeah, make sure you check your passport when in advance. But as we said, I think Man City, Man City win the Champions League final. 
That's the best segue yeah. ever, that is, isn't it? From a Polish ref to, yeah. Uh, the worst thing is I'm now going to have to rebook the trip as well. I'm gonna have to uh, yeah, on your own. you got to yeah, do it on your own. You can't <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah, you got to do it on your own. <laughs> oh. Ah, very good. What a, <coughs> what a weekend in the end. What else? I'd ended up, yeah, when did that? I remember it was at about 8 o'clock, I went to the pub. I was like, why am I in the pub in Chomps today? It's the last place I want to be. But there we go. Your heart must have sank. Oh, like you must the worst thing is I've always had like a... Everyone gets that... that uh, Butterflies and something going when you're going something don't yeah you, you done something wrong have I done yeah. something and I've touched wood never ever ever had any problems with yeah. it. never missed a flight never had one cancelled never done any of this and I was like oh, and there's nothing you could do is there They're the rules no. are the rules yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. you've just, you've just got to take it up the chin and luckily for me max two hundred pound out of pocket yeah, yeah. Like, it, it wasn't a week's holiday but if it was a week then I probably would have. There's probably somehow you can get a passport within yeah, you'd a week. Yeah, you tried more, wouldn't you? But oh. what's also really annoying for me is if I'd known known that rule, I could have done it because we booked the trip like five weeks ago. Yeah. I could have got... Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a good story, though. It's a great story. <laughs> Maybe not for you, but oh, it's a good story. Yeah, it's one we'll always look back on and laugh about. Yeah. No, very good. Hopefully none of the uh, none of the players have that issue. No, them. all those... That's actually a stressful thing you play that these... Uh, the ladies that are, mm. that's probably quite a sexist thing to say <laughs> the, uh, the people in HR and that have to look out for all these players mm. they've got yeah, there's, there's not only do they have a 25 man squad obviously they're the most important ones but yeah. they've got all, all the staff, all yeah. the staff yeah. to look out for imagine if Harlow's passed was out of date and no one knew little <laughs> yeah, Pep Pep hasn't renewed they it they probably have their own personal assistants oh, yeah, that yeah, do yeah. that each player yeah. don't they they've got plenty of people running about doing that stuff oh, that, that nonsense yeah any any more to that on the, on the Champions League final no, no. Shall we uh, move on to the we'll teaser? I revert think? back to the beginning yeah. of the show. The teaser. So, Mario Balotelli, infamously, both played for Inter and Manchester City. But who did he score more times for? Do you want to start off, Andy, in your punt for eight Inter Milan goals, and then Jack, you follow suit? Yeah, yeah. So we're doing a sort of like a nearest the yeah nearest the amount. Go on. Then. Well, yeah, say I completely had no idea, so I just plucked a number out of thin air. But I think he scored more goals for Inter, so I've put him on thirty-six goals for Inter, and for Man City, I've put him thirty-four. But that's just yeah, a I'm wild yeah. stab so in the you've, dark. You've, you've, the you've dark. set the numbers. Are you going to go way higher? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or are you, you going to go <laughs> thirty-five? Go wide, yeah. Are you going to go thirty-five and yeah. thirty-three? <laughs> <laughs> Did he? I have no idea. Did he? I don't really remember him playing at Inter Milan. Also, don't remember him scoring more than thirty at Man City. Um, I'm gonna go. I won't. Oh, I'm gonna go. He scored twenty-eight at Man City, and he scored. What did you? And he said thirty-six, didn't he? At Inter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. I'm gonna go. He scored forty-one at Inter Milan. Okay. It's very close. For Andy. Um, no, for the whole set. So he played three seasons at Inter and also played three seasons at City. Oh, he did? Mm. Three seasons. He played 86 times for Inter, scoring 28 goals. Oh, no. So when you said 28, yeah, I was yeah. like... I was like <laughs> <laughs> so that was one point to Andy. Well, yeah. <laughs> and for Man City, he played 80 times, scoring 30 goals. Oh, so it's one close point. Four, four out for Man so City. Yeah. That's 28 for City. Yeah. I didn't I think it was so. three, years, three seasons though. Yeah, yeah, so he played literally. It was nearly identical, identical goals to game yeah, ratio yeah. of eighty six goal, eighty six games for Inter, twenty eight goals, 
and then for City, 80 games. It's so less than one and three. That's not a bad little record, mm. to be fair. I mean, at City, he scored six goals, 13. Oh, this is Premier League, sorry. Mm. So he scored six goals, 13 and one. Yeah, <laughs> I think that summed up his time, didn't yeah, he? Had one. Yeah, not the greatest. He'll still be remembered for that touch to uh, Aguero, though, for the older winning, yeah, winning yeah. goal with the Premier League. That was his only ever assist, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, was it? it was, yeah. yeah. And no. he's the only ever Italian to win the Premier League. Yes, I did. I did know that somewhere in the back of my brain. Yeah. Well, Italian player, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah, um, that was always going to be the case when Jorginho came across London. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's never yeah. <laughs> leave it to Balotelli. No, um, no. Good question. Very good question. Yeah, very good. I think that's. Is that I think yeah, yeah. Covered it all. Um, just like to say thanks, Andy, again. Yeah, thank you very much, Andy. Been fantastic. It's been brilliant. Yeah. Really no worries. Andy, thanks for having me. It's. Uh, been a real pleasure being on here and yeah. Uh, yeah I'd love to come on again soon yeah, yeah definitely I uh, really enjoyed it thanks for coming I'll either be uh, very very happy next week <laughs> yeah, yeah you, uh, you, you want to try again sorry. we'll see we'll wait until West Ham's result and then we'll, we'll, well maybe we'll out. get him on the next in the new season with his West Ham shirt on with nice. the Europa League badges yeah. on <laughs> yeah exactly I'll definitely after winning <laughs> surely you must get a star above the nah. do they get a star nah, no comment I don't know surely not you must do right <laughs> surely <laughs> not I don't know no, only ever one team's ever won it before, haven't they? Yeah, Roma. Roma. Yeah, that would have been mad if Roma won the Europa League. Cause that would have been he would have done the clean sweep, wouldn't he? Mm. Well, he's done, done the clean sweep, he, hasn't yeah. he? He's got more tact on his arm, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's done the clean. He would have been the first manager to, if he had won that. He would have been the first manager to win the Europa League with three different clubs, I believe. Mm, that's United, Porto, Roma, and Roma. Yeah. Yep. But well, hopefully. My, the Viola, as their nickname, the, <laughs> the Fiorentina, come come out on top in the, in the week. But no, we'll see. no, again, thank you very much, Andy, for coming on. Pleasure, thank you. And um, yeah, we'll see you all next week. And stay loyal. Stay loyal. Stay loyal. <laughs>